And what's powerful at Design 39 is how do we get student voice and having them inside of that conversation. And that's what was wonderful in building out Design 39 campus is that the voices of the parents were in there, the community members, business members, teachers, administrators. And so all having that same common heartbeat was really valuable. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of leadership is key and essential in terms of if we're planning for students, making sure they're in that conversation. And that's what's wonderful about human-centered design. And it doesn't cost anything, right? It's just about the, the access to information and understanding and empathy. And so when we get that opportunity to talk with our our, our young learners and say, what is their, your hopes and dreams? And how might we build that out for you? And getting them into that conversation, they have add a rich dialogue for us. And prototyping and figuring that out and having that team come together and energize around that and get excited. Not like, oh, you're doing one more thing to me. It's like, wow, we're doing one more thing together that's actually gonna change the world. And so that's what we're excited about. listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, where we unpack what's new and innovative in education. And today we're talking with Joseph Erpelding, Principal of Design 39, and Dr. Marion Kim Phelps, Superintendent of Poway Unified School District. Both Joseph and Marion are really inspiring leaders and have great vision for how to move the needle forward in education. We asked these two to share some of their insights, ideas, and thoughts on innovation in education on our podcast. And Tom, you've been to the Design 39 campus and have tons of great things to say about it. So what is it that makes that school so great? Yeah, it's often said that behind every great school is a great leader, and that is certainly evident at Design 39, uh, where Joe is head of school. Uh, Erpelding trained in psychology, and it's obvious that he reads a lot and thinks a lot about the work of leadership. Joe has worked in about nine schools now, uh, but he said to me that what was most valuable to him was visiting 30 other schools, often with uh, one or two other administrators, uh, and then sharing uh, his observations. He found that to be the most valuable part of his preparation. But now, he said, it's visiting San Diego high-tech businesses that helps him think about the world that they're preparing young people for and how highly effective organizations work. It's obvious that Joe is a, a great listener. Uh, he thinks a lot about structures, and he said here at Design 39, a design is really central, that we'll never arrive, that we're always in a state of redesign. On the subject of improvement, he said uh, he, he likes to think about in what ways will we be having a better conversation this time next year. He does worry about going too fast, and he asks himself always, how can I value where everyone's coming from? He he acknowledges that we all walk with fear differently. He doesn't have an office. He's always in motion. He believes that learning is at the center of the work. Uh, the school culture at Design 39 is based on simple values, be safe and respectful. Joe is humble and thoughtful, but he knows that leadership matters. He knows that when there's a void of leadership, it's filled, not always in a positive way. Uh, Joe thinks that leaders need to move to create momentum towards a North Star shared by a community. Joe wants to leave, uh, he wants students to leave Design 39 life-ready, thought leaders ready to elevate humanity. I know you'll enjoy getting to know Joe Erpelding. 
So in addition to Joseph, we're also going to hear from the district leader, Marion Kim Phelps, who came to Poway from the Westminster School District in California, where she helped to bring about more blended learning, ELL programs for students, and also rolled out a one-to-one initiative. Similarly, Joseph has led the human-centered Design 39 campus, which we have a blog on on gettingsmart.com that you should absolutely check out. And he seeks to create experiences that help break down existing structures of schooling that really just don't work for students anymore. And based off these rich experiences, our teammate Emily asked them to start by sharing their ideas for progressive leadership and how to ensure that students have a meaningful K-12 academic career. Well, the great thing about Poway is that I feel like it's kind of like an open platform, right? And But the first thing, if, if you're going to look at it, developing anything from a systemic approach, is about having the right team on board, right? And, and first starting there, making sure that I have the right team that believes in um, what, do, what do we want our schools to look like and making sure that we have a common vision of that and then coming up with a plan of how we're going to roll that out. Um, and then how do we align our resources to support what we believe in about kids, how we want them to learn and what we want our schools to be able to provide and what we want to make sure that our kids are equipped with when they leave our schools, right? So, you know, Everything from do we have the technology available for our kids to access? Do all kids have equity of access to information, technology, great programs? Um, And if not, how do we infuse our programs into all of our schools so that kids have that access? The same thing with, with technology. Do all of our schools have access to devices? Do all of our kids have access to devices? And how is that being utilized or integrated throughout the district and all of our schools? Um, because there are amazing things that can happen um, in our schools. You know, do we have um, a vital and live computer science um, uh, pathway for our, our kids? What do our career and technical pathways look like at our high schools? Um, those are all things that I have to look at. Um, but it all starts with, do I have a leadership team first that believes in it, shares the same vision and and can help me to work towards moving forward and implementing that vision piggybacking on that i'd love to hear what you have to say joseph knowing that students at design 39 they are having a really unique experience and wanting to ensure that then wherever they go on to next within the district or maybe it's not within the district that they have a similar experience or complementary experience to what they're getting at design 39 i know that's one of your hopes right so just piggybacking on dr phelps uh, ideas around leadership and who's in that conversation mm-hmm. and what's powerful at design 39 is how do we get student voice and having them inside of that conversation and that's what was wonderful in building out design 39 campus is that the voices of the parents were in there, the community members, business members, teachers, administrators. And so all having that same common heartbeat was really valuable. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of leadership is key and essential in terms of if we're planning for students, making sure they're in that conversation. And that's what's wonderful about human-centered design. And it doesn't cost anything, right? It's just about the, the access to information and understanding and empathy. And so when we get that opportunity to talk with our 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 young learners and say what is their your hopes and dreams and how might we build that out for you and getting them into that conversation they have add a rich dialogue for us and prototyping and figuring that out and having that team come together and energize around that and get excited not like oh you're doing one more thing to me it's like wow we're doing one more thing together that's actually going to change the world 
And so that's what we're excited about. We know that at Design 39, students are having a rich K-8 experience, but Marion and Joseph are committed to ensuring there are high quality experiences at the middle and high school levels as well. Poway is working to make sure that there's great options at every level for families and students, so that even beyond K-12, as Joseph would say, they're life ready, thought leaders and ready to elevate humanity. Here's Joe and Marion's thoughts on creating pathways for students and creating collaboration so that everyone is invested in this collective goal. But then what next and where next, right? So is look, ensuring that we have a pathway K-12 and ensuring that our kids then can be successful once they leave 12, because the hope is that you can build on that. This interaction just doesn't stop at 12th grade. Right. It's how do we uh, leverage those resources because they have student teachers that need uh, opportunities to see what a dual immersion program might look like or what does human-centered design look like and so having that rich experience so that we're collectively building a future of education that allows students to be life ready thought leaders yeah. and who elevate humanity. Do you see a need and desire for kind of this progress and movement in the area from families and Poway at large? Absolutely. Marion also included that business partnerships, the community, and families are important pieces of this puzzle. She's had a lot of experience with long-term strategic planning, especially when it comes to innovation and positive, sustainable change in a district. Building the bridge of, with businesses is, is critical. Mm -hmm. You know, to ensure that we have that bridge between business and education is absolutely critical. For for uh, Joe to be able to do the program at his school, he needs to ensure that he has support from the district office that are helping to build those bridges with businesses. Can't he, you know, any one principal can't manage and be able to do that all on their own. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what are we as a district going to do to seek out grants to support those kinds of programs to, to su support the sustainability? What are we doing as a district, as a district leader to seek out those business partnerships that are going to support the programs that he have, he has going on in his school and um, want to see that to be further developed in, in the high schools as well too. So that's a critical, critical piece that I think as a district leader that we need to look at and see what are we doing, is it enough, and what more do we need to do. We need to leverage on the community support that we have, the partnerships with, we have great businesses mm -hmm. around and we have opportunity to open up those doors more. What are the lessons you could share given you know a situation where there might not be as many resources? Yeah, you talk about kind of the structure of school was mm -hmm. created, right, around uh, isolation. Uh, classroom, a door, one teacher, lots of students, and that resource of just me and I have to figure this all out with my kids. Versus seeing just simply that we have one building with a lot of people in it with great gifts, we call them superpowers, and each person has that individual talent that we can leverage, and be it a student or a high school student or a parent, and how do we get all that energy like beating to the same drum, the same heartbeat. And that comes through allocation of your time. We all are gifted with the same 24 hours, right? No matter how rich or how poor you are, but it's those people who can prioritize the time actually make the biggest difference. And so when you look at, for instance, school structures, we have a seven and a half hour workday. Now, that doesn't mean we're with kids that entire time. How might we, right, look at our time in terms of how do we plan? What is that gift of time like, for instance, at D39? It's our design time in the morning. Every morning, 
our teachers are getting together, thinking about instruction, pedagogy, what might we do next, looking at in, uh, assessments, and we call it proof of learning, and getting, getting that work and just struggling through what we might do next. And so having that gift of time to debrief and think about it, and, and using that really wisely, I think is the greatest gift at D39. It's a little cube of time that we carve out every day and think about how might we do awesome learning experiences with kids and for kids. Shifting the traditional school paradigm to be more human-centered takes care, hard work, and relationship building. As Joseph would say, you need to connect before you correct. And Joseph shares more. Connect before correct. Yeah, it's it's a a culture of connection uh, from our parent group. We call them the collaborative to how we want our teachers to connect with each other, uh, to the way our students connect. And it's important because it's about relationships. If we're going to make a difference about like elevating humanity, we have to talk about what does that look like, sound like, and feel like. And if we get into a space and the student's not doing exactly what we, you know, I'm even beating my fist here, not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and it's like they're not following my, well, what might be going on in the background? What might we need to know about them? What happened this morning? Let's have a conversation. And that's really tricky when you're the sole responsible person in a classroom by yourself and you have 35 or however many kids in your classroom, there's tremendous pressure on our teachers, Mm -hmm. right? But if they start to see themselves as a network, like a true living organism, that are all like working collectively to do it together, then you can give that gift of time to have a conversation and connect with that person. And then they'll do whatever it is then once they have that relationship with you. And, uh, And that's the challenge. And how do we do that together? And I noticed in some of the the morning, or you described mm-hmm. some of the morning meetings um, or design time with your teachers, that it also looks a lot like what you're wanting students to do, which I think is another great way to kind of scale this work, is a lot of times teachers are exploring, experimenting, building, creating together, and collaborating, which I think yeah. a lot of people talk about doing that. but. Again, it was very clear that that is going on. Funny quick story for me. Yeah. So uh, we have a, each, basically there's only a little space that's, that's dedicated to students, or to teachers rather, and we call it their design studios. And on one of our two, three design studios, um, I tell this story often, so they're okay with it. So on the design studio is a big window, mm-hmm. right, in the door, and they covered it up with construction paper. And, and I like stopped, and, I, and so I opened the door and said, hey guys, the, the door's covered with construction paper and like help me understand why that's covered up well because the kids are popping their head in seeing what we're doing and like like kept bumping <laughs> up and down and I said exactly right. they want to see that you're designers and collaborators and communicators and you struggle just wanted to bring that data to you come back two days later the construction paper is down <laughs> and, and I open the door like how's it going like well they're hopping in and they're still looking and they're curious and we're okay with it and so they start to see that it's this complete culture of like we don't just do it to kids. We live it too. We live this this struggle of taking healthy risks and what does it mean to fail forward. And and if we're asking our kids to do that, we need to live it. You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out Season 2, Episode 43, where we talk with Tom and Paul Castro of Houston A+, about opening new schools. You can listen to the Getting Smart Podcast on our iTunes and SoundCloud channels, where you'll find more than 80 podcasts from ed leaders across the nation, speaking on topics from the future of schools to competency-based learning to high-quality professional development. Be sure to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a message while you're there.
Back to Poway, Marion shares her thoughts on healthy risk-taking. How can you bring, or how can we bring that type of risk-taking to other schools in the district? You know, it's really creating a system from everybody, from me forward, about, you know, how do we support innovate and and encourage out-of-the-box kind of thinking and the creative thinking. And so, you know, I was just sharing with Joseph that for me, you know, he was asking me about what, what kind of a team are you looking for? And I said, you know what? I'm the kind of leader that I want to challenge myself. So I want to make sure that the people around me are not afraid to push back on my thinking, that are not afraid to share great ideas. And um, I I tell my principals all the time that, you know what, my job is to make sure that we can make your dreams come true. If I can have principals come up with a dream of what they think is the best elementary school, middle school, or high school, and I can help support that, then think about what an amazing place that's going to be. Because one, they're going to love to be at work. Two, they're going to believe in, believe in what they're doing and then feel supported in the same breath of that. The thing is, is that, that when you have a district or an environment that's all about compliance, then you have no innovation. It just dies, right? And so it's not about being compliant, rather about, because being compliant is about being complacent. <laughs> you know, that's the way I look at us, right? So how do we create a space where people can you know, make mistakes, everything like what Joseph talked about. How do we make a, make a space where, you know, if you don't understand, you can ask. And if you fail, it's okay. How do we help them to get back up? Again, about making sure that I have a team that's aligned with that vision and then ensuring that we have the ability to have systems in place and structures in place to make that happen. I'm just excited to be at a space that is looking at an entire unified school district of a place for innovation because if you go inside of all the schools there are amazing things happen and making those amazing things happen took a lot of energy and effort and making them public and so that they can continue to build on those great experiences because they all have their local languages that they speak in terms of not like foreign languages but the local language of the culture and, and the community and so then how do we continue to have a common language district language that Dr. Phelps spoke about so that we can still be innovative yet connected. How can others learn more about the great work that's going on in Poway? What advice do these leaders have for our audience? Joseph and Marion both shared that their insight has come from a lot of visiting of other schools and talking with other great leaders. Part of that is having us administrators go and tour and see the amazing things yeah. happen at everyone's site. And so that would be a neat, uh, easy first step. Uh, we have principals meetings that can be off-site, that can go in and be yeah. on-site at other places, similar to your work, yep. where you go and tour. Educators in general, we kind of live in our box, and then sure. we don't go outside of our box. And it's amazing what happens when you go outside of your box and you go, oh my gosh, I just assumed all teachers did what I did, or mm -hmm. I assumed that the whole district was doing that, or I assumed all districts were doing that. And so, you know, I used to tell teachers, when I was a teacher, I used to do what was called shopping. And I said, I used to go shop, and people used to go, you're an amazing teacher, everyone wants to be in your class. And I said, you know what, I shop. And what I do is I go to all these great teachers in the whole school, and I walk around seeing all the amazing things they do, and then I pick and choose what 
is more like what I think meets the needs of my kids. And then I design a program for my kids. And and I said, same thing with principals. You know, you need to get out of your schools and see what are the great things that are happening at other schools, not just in our district, but in other districts. And so the same thing with, with uh, district administrators. You know, we think that we're doing a great job. And I'm sure that in Poway, we're doing a great job. And we have for a long time. But are we also keeping up with what's around us? And are we aware of what is around us and what other other people are doing. Thanks to Dr. Kim Phelps and Joseph for speaking with us today and to Emily Liebtag for producing. We are looking forward to all of the great things that Dr. Phelps does in Poway and continue to watch the work of Joseph and his team at Design 39. For more on all things innovations and learning, check out our blog at gettingsmart.com. For the Getting Smart Podcast, this is Tom. I'm Megan. Signing off. 